we realize that we've never eaten spam. Neither of us. Joe and I have not eaten spam. We've gone so many years on this planet without eating spam. Yes. And we live in Minnesota, Minnesota. the spam capital, where spam was invented. Mm Mm-hmm. Spam capital. Austin, Minnesota. And they have a spam museum. And we thought, what better place to eat spam for the first time together than the spam museum? Walt Disney was once quoted as saying, The way to get started is to quit talking and start doing. Well, you know what, Walt? We're going to do both. Welcome to We're Over Here Now. Because we're over here now, and it's an adventure podcast. can't just eat a can of spam no we need to know the history we need to know all we about need to it. know all about it because none of us know my parents never fed it to me even though i grew up here and uh joe's not from here so yeah my parents were not they leaned into some things they my mom made a hot dish she made a variation of a hot dish she made casserole is there a spam hot dish i'm sure there is um, I, I, if titter tot spam hot dish, if there isn't a spam hot dish, I would be very surprised. Very that is surprised. Classic Minnesota thing. Mm-hmm. To, so. Like that would be all of Minnesota. Like if you'd eat, if you eat that while you're watching a hockey game, that's the most Minnesota thing you could do. Yeah. Eating spam dish, watching, and then ice fishing. If you eat spam hot dish and you're ice fishing, that's that's the most. And drinking hams. Yeah, and drinking your hams. <laughs> so we had to go, and it was a wonderful time. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. yeah. Well, we yeah the day that we went was like what did you say, a Norman Rockwell picture like norman rockwell painting day it was the glistening snow on the trees in that Mm -hmm. perfect way because it had it had snowed and then the temperature dropped so everything froze and got iced over so it's this so it's not going to melt it's it's a winter wonderland exactly and but at the same time but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I love to talk about, yeah, Minnesota looks like a Norman Rockwell painting, but a Norman Rockwell painting would be a pain in the ass to drive through, which Minnesota is, when normally, when it's when it's gross at this time of year, like, you know, everything's all, the roads are icy and snowy, but we had hit this perfect melting window before it, it got warm before it froze, so the roads were completely clear of anything. But everything else was just surreal when you drove through the, you drove past the farms. And yeah, it was the, a perfect day to drive to the Spain Museum. It was, it was wonderful. In the winter. Gorgeous. Like, it was a gorgeous day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we got to the Spain Museum. All right, here we go. And uh, we had no idea what to expect. Oh, it's cold. We're walking around without coats on in 10 degrees. How do you feel? I feel excited, 
to taste spam for the first time. Yeah. LA, I feel the two spam. Greetings from Austin, Minnesota. It's a cool side. This the side of the building. Ooh. There's a guy standing with the pig statue right there. Yeah. Ooh. We hope you had a spamtastic time. Stop. No food or drink allowed. Okay. Britley, mm -hmm. Wexler. Okay. And then city state and zip code. Uh, city uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Okay. So help yourself to the goods on top of the counter and let us know if you have any Thank questions. Thank you. Okay. The exhibit's official guide. Is this our tour guide? Yes. Okay. okay. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. So much. Thank you. Would you like a? Would yeah, like I want a all the stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Can we take a few? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Spam brought a lot of emotion from negative to positive. Everyone has their, their spam Okay, opinion. so let's talk about the museum. So when we got there, there's like this big conveyor belt that goes around I love that. the whole top. And then the cans just move around. So you just get to like see cans moving, which Non-stop. is really cool. It's like a, can, a train of cans. And I believe that, that the, the same designer of the Coca-Cola Museum designed the Spam Museum. And there is so much to look at. And I think we were looking at like they have this like little like circle area that has like TVs around it. And, the, and it has like old ads playing. And that was really fun to watch, the ads through the years. Oh, yeah. But then Joe decided to go to the bathroom, and he ran into... Ron. Ron. I, and it was... So I'm, I'm washing my hands. I'm leaving the bathroom. And, like, Ron had come in to just... They just, like, kind of roll around these spambassadors, and they he was doing, like, a little bathroom check, right? Like, let's make sure the bathrooms look all good. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> bathrooms checked by run and uh on our way out he's like oh so welcome to the spam museum and uh and we got to chatting and he's like oh you've never had spam before well what kind of spam you want to try and i was like well wait we gotta and i was like no 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 ron i can't make spample he's like what flavors do you want and i was like well, i can't make spample flavor decisions and like without brit so like i brought him promptly over to you and he Okay, first off, everybody that works at the Spam Museum is great. They have, like, a great demeanor. It's like going into a Trader Joe's. It's everybody's got a smile on their face. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, it's not many stores you where there's just people just walking around with the smiles on their faces. Yeah, they all were very friendly. Like, even the sample girl was it, just yeah. walking around with a big tray of samples. And, and a big smile on her Spam Ambassador face. Yes, everybody was in a great mood. And that just makes the experience fun. But, like, Ron was awesome. and he, he came over and he offered us samples and he said, just give us seven minutes and I'll come back with whatever you like. And we decided on original because we haven't had original. Right. Uh, he highly recommended jalapeno. Uh, but we went teriyaki. And then uh, also... Uh, Bacon. On the way out, somebody else was getting some... Uh, some another uh, guest wanted to try bacon, and so he's like, "Oh, I'm going to make up some extra bacon ones for you guys." So like, and so we got to try three 
right out the gate. We went and tried three different flavors of Spam, which was awesome. Yeah. Was, and then and then after that, after Ron brought us some samples, Ron kind of... But we almost forgot that the, uh, they had that recipe for Spam cookies that Ron says is delicious. Yeah, I want to try Spam cookies. I, I'm a little on the fence. I think that's where pumpkin spice Spam might come in handy there. Like, it's... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You've gotten me to eat some things I never thought I would eat. It, I was I was listening to a 1930s or 40s radio where it was like spam just for the for your kids when they come home from school. Take a couple of slices of white bread and butter it, and take slices of spam, and that's it. Easy peasy. Like it no, was like this. No, that sounds disgusting. And I was like, that, that's no, why my parents no wonder don't. kids don't like spam. Yeah. Because moms and dads were taking little just slices of thin sliced spam and putting it on buttered white bread. And that sounds gross. Yeah, but you got to cook it up. But if you cook it up, it changes the whole spam. So when people have this bad reaction to spam, because we've been walking around talking about spam now. Have, have you, You've been talking about spam a lot more, right? I've been talking about spam since we discovered that we needed to try it. I know, same. And everybody here in the Midwest has a spam story. Like, uh, everybody, either, even the, a spam spiracy. There's, like, there's no middle ground. No, I learned a lot from just people telling me about spam. And their spam stories. Yeah. And... But there's no, no one has a, oh, spam, meh, eh. Like, no one has a, eh, I don't care one way or the other about spam. You either hate it or freaking love spam. Yeah. There, there's two sides. There's no middle people. Okay, I get it. But, um, yeah, so Ron went back and and prepared some cooked ham, or spam, sorry, cooked spam, (laughs) and then... While he was out doing that, we had Terry come up to us. Yeah, we had a conversation with Terry that just turned into a tour. And Terry was a spam ambassador that gave us a tour and, and a fascinating history lesson about... It was delightful. Spam. I could not get enough of Terry and Ron. They were just, they were just glorious. It was... In Austin, Minnesota... A lot of the, there's a few places that actually have spam on their menu. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, uh, we learned, we learned all of those from Terry. It was Japan Panda. They make, they make the Masubi on request. Yeah, it's not on the menu. It's on a secret menu. It's, I lo- but I love ordering off menu. Ordering off menu is so wonderful. So yeah, it makes it secret. Like yeah. A, Speakeasy, yes. exclusive. It makes it you. special. Yes. So Japan Panda has that, and then there was a pizza place there that does spam on their pizza. Which it was funny because we asked about the spam Masubi pizza, and she was like, "Oh, there's a place that makes the spam pizza," and we were talking the Masubi pizza, which is like a sushi. Pizza, which like, looks crazy, which looks crazy and delicious. And then uh, she was talking about just a pizza with spam on it. Yeah. So they, those were two. We were talking about two different pizzas, uh, but there is a pizza place in town that puts spam on their pizza, which I hope there would be. 
you know, and especially uh, in Austin, they kind of have to have that. Yeah, and and actually here in Minnesota, yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised that that's we not go to a place. We there's a few places. I think uh, the Blue Door Pub is one of them that puts spam on their pizza. Yeah, uh, no, they put they make spam burgers. I believe. Really? Yeah. Hoo hoo. Well, Blue Door Pub, you might have two new patrons <laughs> wanting all the spam products that you make. Speaking of Britain Joe's, B&J's had a great food menu, which is the uh, bar restaurant next door to the Spam Museum. I know. And they weren't always next door to the Spam Museum. They were like blocks away. But the site that they were on, their old bar kept flooding. It was in like a flood zone. And of course, we can't go anywhere without asking about the history. So right. they had a whole pamphlet downstairs. That sh- they had to get it out of the office. Out of the office, for yeah. Because we were like, oh, so why why is it called B&J? And the waitress didn't quite know the names of the guys. And she's like, hold on, let me get some. Like, it's Let me get the manager. And... They're like, oh, it's such and such and like it's I you know what I could pull that up. Um, Pull it up. They they had they had some great little names and they. uh, It was two men's last name that started the bar. Bill Johnson and Floyd Bendnar. Yeah. They changed the name to B and J right next to the spam museum and they really leaned into austin roots and 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 had like a whole menu dedicated to spam we went traditional with our ordering we didn't get crazy with it uh we just went traditional i had uh i had the the spam witch and you had the spam patty melt it was a spammy melt yeah spam melt it was cheese, bacon, and spam. Yeah, it was a. I thought it would be better than up. it was. Ugh. It was great, but yours is way better. Yeah, I don't know what I I'm addicted to a spam which. Oh or, my gosh, me too. We gotta make spam one. We burger. should just make yeah, one. Yeah, we should just make them here at the house. We have enough yeah. spam. <laughs> oh yeah, we do have enough spam. Burgers spam for everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, besides learning about the cool restaurants that had. Spam. We learned about uh, the creator of Spam, which was Jay, George Hormel's son, that was super innovative, and he had a lot of foresight, as Terry said, um, and he was, he did a lot for the company. Yeah, just an innovator. Yeah. Just a, a, like an idea man. Yeah. And being able to have these ideas for, like... Just because they had a bunch of wasted hog meat, this this good, really good shoulder meat. And he was like, "Hey, that's like gold right there. That's like money we could be using, and that's good meat. Yeah, that's good meat. Let's let's get it out of, you know. And the ham itself is kind of a spendy item. Yep, it's a whole ham. And he was like, "Let's get something for everybody." This is this is an every man's meat. Yeah. Where and but it's still a good. Ch- it's not the like in a hot dog. It's the question mark. You don't know meat. it's in a hot dog, right? And in spam, there's what pork shoulder, and some other part. And pork shoulder. It's pork shoulder, and that's it's it. Like the stuff that they cut and off then, and they throw away, and then salt and a couple of different other things. Water, salt, and like. <laughs> 
and yeah. like three other things. Yeah. Um, it's pretty basic. Um, and I like the idea of not wasting things. Yeah. Especially and, like respecting the animal. And bringing what a normally a regular family couldn't afford to their table. Like you, right. you couldn't buy a whole ham. So I guess you could buy a whole spam. So I guess the thing that Terry said was that um, a lot of people have an idea that they think that ham is or spam is just full of parts that are really gross. Right. And just random. But it's not. They're actually like nice cuts and you know they're not they're consistent. They're not just like the scraps. So it's pork, the the ham shoulder, salt, water, potato starch, sugar, sodium nitrate. Okay. That, that's that's yeah, it. which which are things that you get in like bacon and other yeah. things that are you know but like that are respected. Spam doesn't get the when you don't when you get when you get some phone call from someone that that is trying to sell you like a car warranty. Uh, they don't call it baconing. It's oh, now you're talking about the spamming. Yeah, it's it's just the disrespect. It's a disrespect to spam. It's delicious, yeah. and it's only made of six things. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and Jay also was super innovative um, in the way he... <laughs> he was creative in the way he decided to name his product. <laughs> I love the naming. So, yeah. A naming party. Yeah. A naming... It was a holiday party, right? Yeah. They, in, in 1936 that he threw. And with everybody, he got... Everybody got a drink ticket. So a lot of... Everyone got a drink ticket for a lot every of creative name that they put into the... If as lo- they came up with a name, they would receive a drink ticket, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah, because people are like, "Here's three names. It's pork parts. I call it." Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's Just a good incentive. The it's silliest like, of names. Like, get a free drink if you yeah. think of a name. Put a name in the thing. I call it uh, porkish. <laughs> All right, drink ticket. Uh, what would your name you. be, Joe? I don't know. I like I I I keep forgetting about how hilarious this party was and how he just had uh-huh. the drink ticket for every naming for every name that you came up with you got a drink ticket. So I like I would always I giggle I would giggle about how like people are just like all right I call it up ham in a can. Yeah, I bet that was one. Like ham in a can was definitely <laughs> And that was apparently a pretty good one. Mom's dish at your door. Yeah, it's door dish. <laughs> Before door dash. They came up with door dish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but Kenneth Dane, an actor, ended up coming up with the name, and he chose spam. I I, I I I'm really hoping that he was one of the people that were just like throwing like a ton of names out there. You spiced ham. It's Said the he, easiest. But he was just drunk and like I don't know. Uh, uh, spiced ham. Uh, yeah, spam. Give me another drink ticket. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Spam. That's what I'm gonna. Do. <laughs> but there's gotta be like the way I picture it was like. Like a hilarity to it. Like there was like someone, like something like. Called spam. 
Like they were all laughing. They're like, you know what? I'm going to name it that. You, well, you watch. You watch. Just because of that silly thing that you did, I'm going to name it spam. <laughs> yeah, because he was an actor, right? It was yeah. like, oh, like Shakespeare would call it a spam. Or something. I bet it was just goofy and right. Like, I'm and they it. all had like a laugh. They had a giggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spam. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna call it. He's gonna call it. Really, Jay? You're gonna call it spam? Hey, hey, horrible! Come here. You gotta hear this one. He calls it spam. <laughs> they all had a giggle. Yeah. And Jay's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, that. Uh, That's the winner. Yeah, I I think <laughs> that's a great. That's a great thought of, it was a gag, it was a goof. I think it was and a gag. And he's like, I think it's genius. Yeah, or or he did it, or but he Jay, did it. But it was a goof. Or he chose it to be like, because to continue a joke or something that they had. Like, he's like, nope, that's hilarious. I'm, everything you did, yeah. There's got to be an inside joke with it, I feel like. I hope so. There's In like my a, head, there is. There's an almost 100-year-old inside joke that is is just globally this global ham product yeah yeah i think so um because i'm pretty sure spam's been on every continent yeah i I believe so um but they've they've progressed um i think that like i said i really like that um she said that temple grandin visited um and she gave him the thumbs up for the taking care of the animals properly. Yeah, just uh, the the new facility they built. She like got like a a walkthrough and was like, "This is the most animal heads up." Like they really took care of because it's the negativity or the positivity that goes into something that we're eating. Yeah, and so. And I think that's one of my biggest things with eating meat is I don't want to eat meat that's um, just not the animal hasn't been well taken care of or anything like that. Right. I think that's super important. And they actually take that into account. Yeah, they went. They took an extra step to make sure that was accounted for, which is really cool. Yeah. (laughs) Which is really cool. That is a really cool part of, yeah, the company. Um Speaking of which, Hormel also, like, I think Terry also said was, like, there's a lot of vegetarians and vegans that eat Hormel products because they have they have stuff for them. And, like, Justin is one of their brands, and you see that in a lot of Whole food stores. Yeah. So. They have um, so many brands that w- we had no idea yeah, that very, was under the Hormel umbrella. Very interesting. Yeah. And then... um there was a crazy strike that we still want to watch the documentary you on. You got to watch the documentary. Yeah, on longest uh, strike in U.S. history was at the Hormel um, in '85 to '86. Almost tore this town apart. Yep. Like it's what they, it, it, yeah, it's the American dream. Watch the documentary before we can, because <laughs> <laughs> we want to watch it. Yeah, we have to watch it. We just there's so many special flavors of spam. Well, yeah. Uh, that's the cool part about Spam is they have so many flavors that they try and I guess during the pandemic they stopped making some of those fun flavors like cheese. Cheese. Like some of the cheese. Ooh. I, I think that... You just add cheese. You just add cheese. Yeah. Why did Spam need to add cheese for you? Why yeah. They, they were just trying to simplify it. I get it. 
It's yeah. But they should focus on the focus on the meat. I'll focus on the cheese. I'll bring the cheese to the party. Spam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there. What? So we had flavor of the year. Uh, so they had um, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice was last time. Was last time. Uh, and it sold out like right away. <laughs> and then this time when we were when, there. When we were touring the office. Oh, there was a pumpkin spice in there. There was a pumpkin there. spice can where I was like, mm. I know. She acted mm. like really casual about it. Yeah, she too. was. I was like, ca- isn't that like gold? Terry, you were very casual. Yeah, about wasn't it like gold, gold like, over there? Yeah. Like, oh, are you guys fighting over the last, or is that on eBay right now for $1,000? Is that to, the one? That the, <laughs> I think it was 120 <laughs> when I checked. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But uh, so this year was figgy pudding, which wasn't as popular. Which wasn't as popular, but we're still gonna give it a shot. I we have like, a can. We have a, we have a can, and we'll document that. Someday. Yes, there was also. How do we make it? Should we fry it up? I don't know. I like. I don't know how regular figgy pudding is supposed to taste. So I've never. I've, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know what figgy pudding is. It's a British delicacy. I you know I had looked it up a while ago. Um, like figs into pudding or figs and pudding or <laughs> you'd like think that's what f- you'd think that's what figgy pudding is okay um do you want me to wait for you to look it up uh so it is made with figs it's a, a rich boiled pudding yeah no that's that's it's it's a fig pudding okay which is so interesting for this. Yeah, for I I I'm, I'm excited. I think that we wait. should document it. And there's also wait, hold on. Figgy pudding. A rich boiled pudding made with flour. Oh, okay. So it's it's not so it's more of a a loaf, I guess. Oh. I'm looking at the images. Here, take a peek. It's more of a loaf. Weird. So a fig loaf? It's like a figgy spiced loaf. But now we're doing it with meat. So I don't know how that's supposed to work. The lady at the gift shop said, uh, when we asked her about the figgy pudding, she was like, oh, yeah. But um, when I had it, I it was in a dish. So she didn't just have it, like, because... Did you see the way they had it uh, on the on the carton? It was yeah. just sliced in that. And then separated. But it was sliced in that kind of loafish round. Yeah, I think they did that just for the, the For photo. aesthetics. But like, because, you know, to make it look like a figgy pudding. pudding. Yeah, I saw that. But um, I don't know if that's the proper way for serving. We're going to have to look up a few. This but, might take a little, because with all the other spam, you just, you fry it up, you throw it in something, you chop it up, you scoop it out of the thing. You can have it any which way. Yeah. And it's great, but like, I feel like with figgy pudding, we're going to have to do something special. Special. I don't even know what figgy pudding is. Do we put cranberries on it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> um, and then they're going to have, in the springtime, they're coming out with a new flavor. New one. A mystery flavor. Mystery. We, we couldn't, we tried to, we, we tried to pry it out of Terry. But she didn't she, know. Yeah, she's, she was not letting uh, her guard down when it came to new flavors. It's. She said she didn't know. 
Do you think she? I think I bet she knew. She just can't tell us. Uh, I bet you the whole town of Austin knows. No. And they just can't tell. They're like, okay, all right. Shh, 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 shh. There's an outsider coming. <laughs> I bet you the whole town voted on it. Like a like a six-year-old idea won. You know, like it's, what should we have? The new flavor. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like a Doritos Locos taco flavor. <laughs> Watch it be like what, where they get in with Taco Bell and it, and Doritos, and it's like a trifecta of you can get the Doritos Locos Taco Spam Taco at Taco Bell. You can get the Doritos Locos Spam flavored. Taco. Sorry, God, if Taco Bell starts to put spam in their burritos, that's the end. The end of what? That's the end of me. <laughs> I already have a hard time eating, not eating Taco Bell. I gotta stop eating things that I know are bad for me because oh, I, I didn't know I liked them until I love them. Just like Taco oh. Bell and uh, Sam. And there's so many things that are so bad for us that yeah. I can't, that like, so I'm, I can't wait to find out what the special flavor is. Yeah. I, I'm excited. This spring, the big Spam drop, we're going to be there. So Jay invented Spam and he also... Took over the company of Hormel. When, and, and I I love that they called George Geo. Geo, yeah, it, that was interesting. They call him Geo. <laughs> Geo. So Geo and the family moved to California and left the company in Jay's hand. And it sounds like Jay did a lot of really good things for the company. Yeah. It's, um, Jay like was he, an idea man. Yeah. And he had some really smart ideas. And he left it pretty solid like he let like as when he died he like left the company uh doing well yeah and safe like they like they're all like well taken care of like all the employees and yeah he um, was like looking out for employees before that was a thing do you think do you think jay's the one who had the idea of using the river to keep the produce chilled or would you think that was george i i think that's a jay idea yeah it sounds like a jay idea so they well no, it but might then have George, been George was the report because he settled there because yeah, of the river. I I think it might have been a George idea, which okay. either or it's still genius. Yeah. So they settled where they did in Austin, so they can use the river as refrigeration. They they would take big blocks of ice out of the river, and and use that to refrigerate the meats, which is way ahead of its time. Yeah, it's pre-refrigeration refrigeration. I, I, <laughs> I yeah, it's yeah, it's genius. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I guess okay, and then well, yeah, I guess it would be George George's idea because he had some knowledge, because on his mom's side they had uh, over, like, like about two hundred years of. Uh, Oh, so in Germany kind of stuff. Yeah, in Germany, George had experience um, for a couple hundred of years of the meatpacking industry. Well, not him, but his family. His family. But yeah. he grew but him too, because yeah. he grew up that way because he came from lineage. From, no, he came from Germany yeah. as a like child, but he always knew the meatpacking industry when he was a child. Yeah, that's all he knew because that's all his family did. So for then he found the right place and then thought of the... And he, Refrigeration. Of, of course, he got into meats. Was looking for farmland. I. It's. I'm. I'm so glad that he decided on Austin. It's such a beautiful little, 
little spot down there. It really is. A lot of Germans settle in Minnesota, so, I mean, we're we're a bunch of Germans here. It was perfect for the ham, (laughs) for a ham guy like George. Yeah. (laughs) A ham guy like George. (laughs) He's just telling you me. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, when I talk about the hams, say that they think that they made I love hams, the beer, and I, I'm getting hams and spam mixed up. It's a really confusing concept You're for gonna me. You're going to come home with a new tattoo? Gosh. Like, I got a spam tattoo accidentally. I was going for another hams tattoo. My hams bear is going to hold a spam scan. <laughs> exactly. It's I added spam um, yeah. to my hams tattoo. So so the can of spam, so they a lot of people thought that they invented it for the war, for the military. Right. But they didn't. They invented it like just in time for. It just so happened to coincidentally be around wartime. Yeah, which is interesting. Which is and what perfect timing, right? Right. And then sent they sent a bunch of how many and cans Spain off to the military everywhere. Everywhere, and that's how like Asian countries started liking it too because yeah. they would feed it to the. It's all of, and Hawaii loves its spam. It's it like well, well, yeah, but but so the cans um, during the war. If you see like the pictures that we saw, like of the cans in the museum, the ones during the war went to color to black and white because they ran out of like they're oh, yeah, saving money right. in ink because yeah, they had that's... to print so many. <laughs> so that was really cool to see the different cans and like oh that one was during the war and then we and then once we could go back we went back to color. <laughs> We did. Uh, we we need this, a pandemic one. Like, oh, we had all these flavors, and then we went back to our original during the pandemic. During the pandemic, we couldn't keep is... up. But then we went back to pumpkin spice because it's all the Starbucks girls <laughs> wanted. <laughs> oh, do you think a pumpkin spice latte goes well with some pumpkin spice spam? Absolutely. I think it does. Pumpkin spice it up. Yeah. And then that one can that like kind of spun with the little handle and it ripped open. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it was really sharp. It was really sharp. And sometimes the twist broke. (laughs) How frustrating when the twisty thing broke halfway through your spam can. And now you have to like just like try to pry it open or get a knife like cutting this like. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I'm glad they they settled with what they currently have. So, and then you mentioned Hawaii. Hawaii, but yes. But the reason that Hawaii loves spam is because in the World War II, uh, they stopped all fishing. Right. Like, and so that they had to bring in the ham. Bring in the ham. Spam. Bring in the ham. <laughs> bring in the spam. And now they're addicted. Now that's uh, that's their go-to. They, they have a taste it. for it. They kind of t- what just like we did. It's, we were like Hawaii. We had gone years without spam. We only ate fish. And then all of a sudden, spam is in our life, and that's we can't get enough of it. We're like, Ooh, we, uh, do you yeah. think we can add spam to this? Yes, we can add spam to this dish. And what do they say? How much can one can feed with? You can feed a family of five with leftovers for your neighbors, <laughs> for your lonely spinster sister. <laughs> With leftovers, now your neighborhood cats can eat in style. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 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 I thought that was ridiculous until we ate spam. Right. And I can think well, like, that's I would a whole feed, family of five. That on would that. feed us. It would feed me five times, probably six. <laughs> yeah. 
a whole can. Six meals for me, please. Um, and then my favorite about Spam, one of my favorites, the Hormel Girls. Oh, I love the Hormel Girls. This is it's such a great era of yeah. Spam. They yeah. would just travel around from city to city, putting on shows, promoting Hormel and its products, it, yeah. just giving out Spam, driving these like what, like these like clean white Chevys or Buicks or <laughs> like driving these old cars around, just a line of just white, the same white car over and over again. You're like, ah. Yeah. And I know that, oh. Those spam girls are here. <laughs> and I know that, um, yeah, I think being a woman at that time would be, it would be great to be a Hormel girl. Right. Because you got to do things uh, like act and have You're your on own radio. radio. Yeah, have your own radio show and travel around um, being parades. It was like being famous. It's right. like you're, I want that now, especially <laughs> during that time when women didn't really get to do that many things like that. Right. And some people, what, some people say that it was like taking advantage of these, like it was. Oh, um, it was uh, like exploiting women, yeah. which that's the topic I don't really want to argue on because I guess I don't know enough, but I do know that I wouldn't call that exploiting women. No, that was I think like women promoting. women are living their, bo- their best life, promoting women. Yeah. Uh, 100% promoting women. And like, it's, I just, I, 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 I have nothing to say. Yeah. I, I like, I, I don't know. I think I am pro what they did there. Like, I am too. I, like, I want to be a Hormel girl. <laughs> and there is one Hormel girl I'm still alive. I'm a Hormel gal. 101 years old. Yeah, in she's Wisconsin. living in Wisconsin. And, We're going to uh, try to find her. Yeah, I think we should. Um, yeah, we should. And uh, we wanted, me and you got so excited and amped up that we wanted to we wanted to have a party in there. I know. But we were not allowed because <laughs> there was only been one party in there. There's only one par- private party. And that party. is, that was... Uh, in April of 2017, which was a wedding. They don't do weddings, but this one was very specific. Uh, it was for a guy named Mark. Spam Spiffic. Spam Spiffic. Mark, I love Spam Benson and his wife, Anne. Anne, I love Spam Benson. Spam too, Benson. <laughs> I also love Spam. It's a, yeah, it's Mark Anne. I love spam. Um, but they're spam lovers, and that's pretty crazy. That's I, Well, it's I guess both of their parents worked at a, a spam factory in Liverpool, so there was some spam background that they had. It wasn't that they both, like, were crazy spam fans. Like, it's... But they are but crazy. But they are crazy spam fans. Spam fans. Yeah. But that's not the only... There's a reason why they are. And I think there's a reason for everybody to... It's funny, though. It's fun. Um, and then Spam, the it, museum, they paid for their honeymoon to... Spam Jam. Yeah. The Spam Jam in Hawaii. 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 But that's kind of cool that they paid for it, too. I know, right? They, yeah. like, treated them to a Spam... A, sp- a spam honeymoon. Yeah. 
So we had a lot of really fun with Spam Ambassador Terry. Oh my god, um, too much. Who told fun. us a lot of this information, but um, near the end, Ron, another Spam Ambassador, kind of told us a bunch of information that was also very interesting. Because Ron hadn't worked for the company that long, <laughs> but he lived in Austin for sixty nine years. Right. So his like it he rare rarity to not to live in Austin and not work for the company somehow because it has so many different places to work in the office the factory the you know sale there's so many places so it it's rare to find someone from Austin that didn't work for Hormel but now he does as a spam ambassador after he retired he's just like well now I'm now I'm a spam ambassador and he loves it yeah yeah and he said he he loves Hormel and he loves his town Austin and he's also a history nut. So it was so it's like great the perfect to hear. yeah, it's a the great perfect retirement job. plan. <laughs> what a great job. I know, I love that. You wanna when we retire, you wanna work as a spam ambassador? Uh, yeah. Okay, absolutely. Cool. That well, sounds... we, we know what's in our retirement future. It's he he was awesome. He like he was very knowledgeable. He seemed really happy and excited to be there. So it's very clear that uh, the it's very clear that they treat their employees really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they treat the town well. They treat like it's yeah. They do even charity. the kids in the town. They do charity, the charitable work, and they they helped like do things they, like build the. The but, new why? Yeah, they they built like a community center to like for kids to come and hang out in, and like it's. And they said a new public radio, that isn't right. open yet. It hasn't even opened yet. Yeah, it's the radio, <laughs> spam commercials. Like it's yeah, it would be it's <laughs> it would be great if they did old timey radio in yeah. Austin. Yeah, and the second floor of the high school. Like, yeah. I think he said like the music room or something. The yeah. Welcome to the Spam they paid Music for everything. Facilities. Like they're really into education there and getting their kids the right education. Yeah. And if you're a kid that like uh what that your parents work at, at nope. the, No, it's nope. you just if live you in the live town. If you live in Austin. If you live in Austin and your kid goes to high school there, then uh and graduates graduates high school from Austin, then go to junior college. You get junior college paid for by Hormel. Mm-hmm. They just love And people. not only Austin, but any factor, any city that has a Hormel factory. That's bananas. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that before. No. What mm-hmm. company does that? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know the many companies, but I know the few that I know would never. Would never do that. Yeah. Um, what else was he talking about? He's talking about um, they have... They have a bunch of scientists uh, working for cancer eradication. Yeah. There's the um, Hormel Institute. Institute for Science or something. Yep, 130 they... scientists yeah. working on that on cancer eradication. Not doing anything yeah. about. They have no. They're not in ham science. No, they're in science science, and they're doing science stuff. Yeah. Trying to help mankind. I I love Hormel. I'm a big fan. I am too. As far as corporations go, eh, do it too shabby. I mean, I've. I, they sold me. I'll get a job there. <laughs> um, and then also they have the research and development building in Austin over there. And he said that 
Uh, Ron said that he remembers it being just a horse barn in front of the Hormel home (laughs) (laughs) back in back in the day when George was in control. And that's hilarious, which is crazy that. It was oh. just uh, it was a horse barn. Everyone remembers that he must have been a child. <laughs> I don't even know he's alive. Yeah, my pants drove us past that horse barn. That was the research and oh, development. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And now it's this big building. I think isn't that where we saw the fork? That's where we saw the fork. Yeah, it's it's, what? A, very, it's a very it's big a huge, building. Yes. It's very secure. The security is hard to get by. Top notch. Top notch security. I'm sure there was more security than what we saw, but the night the lady at the gate was a very nice lady. <laughs> Thank you, nice lady. Thank you, nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I have a quote that Ron said. He, I like this quote. Without Jay, the company would have never been what it is today. The way he said it was nice. I should pull that. I should pull that clip. <laughs> Um, but 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 with that, the but Jay died at a young age uh, from smoking and drinking a lot. He was really hard on himself, even though he had a lot of good ideas. And he died at the age of sixty-one, which is tough. You don't want to. What would have happened if he would have lived to eighty? What futuristic Hormel spam in space? Like where 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 would Spam have gone if he lived another twenty years? Like it's yeah. I mean the idea is probably would have kept flowing, huh? Right. Yeah. It's and I want to know too. We didn't address this, but um, Ron kind of kind of mentioned this a little bit. Hor Hormel, the pronunciation of Hormel. Oh yeah. Hormel. He said something. It used to be called Hormel. And now it's Hormel Foods. It used to be Hormel. Now it's Hormel Foods. So I don't know. I don't know what the change on that was. It ju- I think it's just a Ameri- Americanification. Yeah, we talked. To- yeah, I don't know. But like, I don't know. Is it? I think they changed the company name. Hormel. I think it- oh, yeah. I think it's just easier to pronunciate for people. Yeah, it's just easier to just for people Maybe to pronounce. they just leaned into the, the ease of... <laughs> And comfort of how Hormel. people speak. Hormel foods. Hormel. Instead of like Hormel. Hormel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and the craziest thing about the workers is that Jay made a 52 day layoff. If you got fired, you got 52 days of paid. Which is crazy. Like, which I, is crazy even today. I know. Which, do they? I wonder if they still do that today. If they still, because that's what I was thinking. Like, do they still do that to this day? Yeah, like, I don't know, Ron and Terry. Don't test your luck. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like such a great company. It really does. For, and I'm gonna be eating there. I'm gonna be eating spam for a long, long time. I have forty years of not eating spam to make up for. Yeah. I got a bunch of spam to eat. So do you. I'm I'm hungry for spam again. I've been craving it since we've been eating it. <laughs> Seriously, it's I took a spoonful of it raw today. <laughs> I just stood there. I was like, "Oh, there's spam! I'm gonna take a little spoonful before I cook dinner." 
I haven't had my raw spoonfuls. I haven't had too many of those, but I've been adding it to pretty much every dish that we You know, we I make. love my pâtés and stuff. It's yeah, just kind you do of love the it, it's like a it's like brush it's brush water. But better. Maybe. All right. Well, we have a lot more uh, spam phone calls to make. Yes. <laughs> Which means now that to us is like, oh, we're going to have too much fun. We're going to call in the fun. Yes. Spam call. Spam call. <laughs> what you kind of spam do you like? Yeah. Come on. With, we good, might have to do that. To know. We might yeah, have to like, start our own little. Yeah, like, oh, we just, it's the tiniest spam store. It's yeah, really wow. Spam. We, we, come had, down here, we had one bite we and we're sucked in. We're yeah, going to sell it now. How do we we're going to start our own store. How do we come hang out? We'll bring records. Yeah, should, we'll we, bring, oh, should like, we bring our record player? Can, we can bring a record player. Do you want the, what, the, the crank one? Oh, I don't do have you want, one of those. Okay, we got to get the crank. The, the, oh, it's on the phone hang out with you in the archive. How do we come party with the yeah. archives? Oh my yeah, God, can we party. come party with you in the archives? We'll, we'll bring wasabi we'll pizza yeah, and, and, and records. Well, and buy we'll... my supervisor and see. Yeah. Are you doing a story? We, or throw, we should throw a party here, like a show here. A spam party? We went to the spam museum. We're at, we we're at B&J's. Yep. Britt and Joe's. Just kidding. Britt and Joe's bar and grill. <laughs> uh, are you a spam person so I'm far? a spam person now. I am too. I, I didn't know I, I was. I thought I hated it I thought I, I was going to hate it. I am my mother's daughter. I'm just like, my mom hates it, I hate it. Well, and I was like World War II, like, bop, bop, bop. You just pull it out of the can and eat it. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Like, it's just like yeah. cat food. Grilling makes, changes everything. Really, cat food changes everything. Yeah, it's well, we hope you had fun on our adventure. I know we did. Where will they be next? You'll find out on the next episode of Where Are We Here Now? now?